So she's in Mombasa, there's a group of VSO volunteers together, it's, po it's post-election, uh, they've been given direction by the VSO office. Yeah, yeah. so we were just, you know, inside um, the, the hotel all the time, we're not allowed to go outside. So our news basically came through the uh, TV and through the papers as much as, you know, for people even outside the country. So we didn't really get a very good... Um, we didn't really know what was going on directly even around us. So um, we saw a lot of violence, you know, mostly in western western part of the country. Yeah. And um, and basically, what what was disturbing for us directly was that we didn't know what was going to happen to our placements, whether we would be allowed to go back or um, we had to leave the country or whatever. So. Um, yeah, after staying in, in Nairobi for another two or three weeks, they let us go back to our placement because things seem to have calmed down a little bit. And then, um, unfortunately, there was one volunteer staying in, in Avasha, and the violence all of a sudden um, came started. Up again. Yeah, came up again, started again. Mm. So she was pulled out, and then they said, like, okay, it's going to be so um, unpredictable, so we don't want to risk anything. So everybody was sent back home. Oh, sent to their yeah, home country. The home country, yeah. Where basically they waited, you know, for um, about four weeks before they decided, okay, these volunteers can return because they are in a safe place, and these, like, especially the, the volunteers that were in Westing, yeah, they were not allowed to to go back. So fortunately, after six weeks, we were able to go back. But uh, wow. what a um, amazing start to your journey! Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> so here you are in Holland, right? Mm -hmm. You start off and you begin. And what makes you volunteer with VSO? And what makes you do this at this point of your life? Um, well, basically, I was uh, always involved in in, uh, in development work. Oh, okay. Um, before I came to Kenya, I worked with CARE, and before that I worked with VSO Holland. Oh, <laughs> yeah. in their office? Yeah, in the office. In oh, the, in wow. Holland. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, that was basically always my, my career path. And, uh, mm -hmm. So after working in Holland for like five years after graduation, um, I decided now it's time to, to go and see what it's like in, in you know the countries that we're talking about all the time. Oh really? So what um, are your qualifications? What did you study? Uh, I studied uh, human geography and specialized in developing countries. Human geography, okay. Yeah. And uh, after that I did a master's in, in development studies. Wow. Yeah. So okay. yeah, that's really So here you are in a placement in Nairobi. Mm -hmm. Um what's your placement about? Um so I work with a local uh, NGO, local organization um that works with uh, small scale farmers. Mm. And um what we uh, the, the aim of the organization is to uh, promote entrepreneurship uh, amongst farmers and to link farmers to markets. So there's a lot of, you know, farmers, uh, they produce, they have like one or two acres of land, they produce their, you know, cabbages and, and beans and potatoes and whatever. Um, but what happens often is they are completely dependent on middlemen. So, um, Ah, so they the middlemen make most of the money. Yeah, and they don't know how to reach the markets. They don't have information about the markets. They don't know where they are, uh, what the prices are. Uh, they don't have transport. 
uh, and then their products are not um, uh, processed, so they 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 can't keep them for very long. They don't have good storage facilities. Oh, I see. So um, what we try to do is is set up uh, processing of, of um, agricultural products, and also, like I said, linking them to markets. So give me an example of what processing means. Well, what we um, what we have done. Basically, this is what we're focusing now on uh, at the moment, is um, processing of, of sunflower seeds and other oil seeds to make uh, oil, so cooking oil. Um, and also we have other kinds of oil that are used in, in cosmetics. Um, so that is now an example of, okay, we have uh, the processing plants, you know, right in our working area. So the market is very clear, you know, and we offer stable prices. Um, so farmers can, can, can grow these crops and then know, okay, I can sell it over there. So that's, that's now uh, the agricultural crops, but what we also do is make use of the, um, uh, the resources from the forest. We are, we are around Mount Kenya and there's quite a lot of forest in that area, so we try to uh, make use of the, um, even the, the, the trees and the plants and whatever you can find in the forest. So we have two kinds of, um, uh, yeah, of oil seeds that we also use, uh, people can just go out and collect, they don't need any investment, you know, I mean, all they need is their time and maybe a bag to put the seeds in. Okay. So that's very, you know, very good alternative uh, livelihood for people that maybe don't have land. Or, yeah. What kind of uh, seed can they pick up from the forest floor? Give me an example. Uh, there's two seeds that we use a lot, that is uh, called Cape Chestnut. That is a local tree. A and cape uh, chestnut, okay. Yeah. And the other one is called crotted. I haven't seen it. 